0: Why you want to have multiple price options is what we're going to talk about today. And what I've discovered over time is that there really are sort of two core buyers. One, there are the price buyer. What they're looking for typically is someone just to do, to check the box, to do the thing for the best price they can get. It's frankly a matter of cost. So if they can get one commoditized widget or service, they'll take that because it's good enough for their needs, or if they can find someone cheaper, they'll probably go for that. Now, the the challenge is that a lot of times people will come to you with say a price need. They'll say, hey, I want this to cost X amount of dollars and I want this to do X type of thing and or or some kind of range, right? And so your job, of course, is to not necessarily take what they say as at face value. It's not always the case that that is their strict budget. Budget is really just a values decision and allocation of resources more than anything. So your job is to unpack, well, what are your goals? What are the value? What is the value of achieving those goals? And then how do I package up some options that will get you to that outcome? And this is where having a few options can come, can be really valuable. So if you're doing say custom proposals, let's say you're doing a web design project or a web development project. And so the client comes to you. They say, "Hey, we you know we need you to build out this area or or part of our or complete website. Uh, we we have a budget of you know I don't know ten grand, uh, and uh, we you know we'd like it to look something like these websites. Great, and we want these number of pages. So they're they're kind of coming kind of pre diagnosed with a scope, and they they have an idea of what they think the project entails. Your job then is to unpack and say, well, what 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 business objective is doing this redesign or this website or this section going to have for you? So what is the What is the reason you're doing it? Why not just do it on Squarespace yourself? Why not just not do it? Why not just tweak what you have already? What is at stake here? What happens if you don't do anything? What happens if you do it another way? And you can look at those options. And really what you're trying to get at is, okay, so you need more clients or you need more leads or your website doesn't reflect the quality of the services or products that you provide. So you want something that is a higher quality of presence a higher better quality design and overall more professional look and feel so that you can be more credible in your sales conversations so that you can charge higher rates so that you can attract more leads and opportunities great so now we're on to something so now we're seeing how design is going to impact perception which will impact sales and conversions and other things so you can kind of sell on that basis so what you do typically is you want you you either do this in a discovery process or you do this informally on in a sales call and really just try to get an understanding of where are they today and where do they want to be tomorrow and what is the gap in value or what is the gap in the situation. So what does that look like? And you really want to stretch that gap and say, so if nothing happens and this is the status quo situation, why not hire someone cheap? Why work with someone like me? Why work with me specifically? and what does the outcome sort of look like and what is the business impact what is the value of that what would that mean in terms of new revenue or uh, increased sales or, or something right what is the tangible business impact and once you know what game you're playing and and really you have to maybe probe and ask a bunch of questions and why questions and and that sort of thing but once you understand what, what the goal is and then saying, okay, so reasonably speaking, if we can increase your leads by 10%, it would have this sort of impact based on how many leads you're getting currently, which I've asked you already. Um, This is roughly what the business impact might be. You'd grow by 10, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 a month or some other number. Got it. And let's say you were to increase your, let's say you were to invest in a premium web design. And so therefore you looked more premium and you could charge higher rates. Great. So we can imagine that would add 15 or 20% to to your business, let's say over the course of a couple of years. And then you're going to have this website for five years. So reasonably speaking, to do this right, if we did this right, this could have an impact over five years of half a million, a million, two million dollars. Great. Based on these kind of metrics. And, you know, hopefully they're tracking some of these things. If not, you can say, hey, you know, why don't you look at your conversion rate and we can at least benchmark that against what the future looks like over time. Because remember, these things take iteration and time to really really come to, to value. So with that in mind, once you have the goals and yes, you can receive their kind of proposed scope and their needs and do a needs analysis. And, and you have the value in mind. Now the objective is for you to go away. You you kind of come back and you say, uh, ideally you book your your next call if you're going to propose something. And this is all assuming a custom engagement. It works similarly with productized services, but I'll get into that another time with your product ladder, different price points, et cetera. But once you have that in mind, you can then say, okay, well, here's, here's the the price you asked for. Here's roughly the scope you asked for, but here's something that's maybe a little bit more expensive, and here's something that's a lot more expensive, but here's what you would get in terms of additional value if you spent that little bit more, and maybe something was even cheaper and there was a few, much fewer, not enough things, but kind of met their requirements, but at a basic level. Um, and so here's here's what it would look like if you had a couple other options that were potentially spending more, but you'd get a ton more value. We'd be able to invest more in the design, more revisions, more iterations, more pages, more functionality. You know, maybe I can help you integrate your forms with your CRM on the back end so you can collect emails and I can do all that for you. And I can even maybe design and build out the the email experience so that the those templates look great. So here's what those would cost. So here's, here's the offer that you've kind of come to me looking for, assuming that I can actually deliver a result for you. And here is now some additional options on top of that. Here are the prices for that. And what you're going to find is that not everyone is a price buyer and some people are value buyers. And that's the kind of person you want everyone to work with because price buyers tend to be thinking in terms of commoditization and deliverables and nuts and bolts. Whereas you want to be thinking about outcomes and business value and then price your work accordingly and scope your work accordingly. Make a business case for the, the most the the most value you can add and say, here's what it would look like. Yes, it's going to cost you 30 instead of $10,000. But really in the grand scheme of things, if you're anticipating making an additional 500 or a million over two or three or four years, this is really just a a drop in the bucket. I'd rather, and this goes back to a previous episode, that I'd rather say in order to do this right, in order to get the most possible value for you, here's what I would propose we do. Now, sure, we can do it this lightweight way. We just have to know that, It's not as intensive that the work, the value may take longer to come to fruition, or we won't go to the standard that maybe you're hoping for at the highest standard, if that's your goals. Nonetheless, it'll still, it'll still help you close more deals, get more conversions. The website will be designed more functionally search engines will find it, et cetera, et cetera, whatever the, whatever the thing that it is that you're selling. So once you know their goals and why they matter, and then making a business case with them then you can propose those higher options and base it on the value. You know, if you only closed one more deal, this thing would pay for itself in, in two months. If you only closed one additional deal over the course of a year, this would pay. For, this would this would be this would pay for itself five times over. So how do you then position the the scope and make a recommendation based on the most value? Now this is where the value buyers will put their hand up, and the price buyers will still go with something that was more along the lines of the basics that they needed. Fine, you have an option for that. And then the value buyers will reach further and say, you know what, uh, I want to I want to uh, go for this more valuable option. Or, or in some cases, they'll say, I want this more valuable option, but I don't want to pay for it, or I don't want to pay the full amount. And really, they're just revealing that they are a value buyer. They're just maybe hesitant to spend the money. But hold your ground, sell the value, reiterate the value of it against their goals, and, and kind of recreate that business case. As Zig Ziglar says, be a co-buyer of your services with them, help them kind of figure out what the business case is, what the risk is, what the likelihood of an ROI is based on their objectives and make a recommendation. And obviously you're non-partial. You can still do the lower cost, lower sort of scope thing, but now you've got a couple options. So instead of them, and one of the main reasons here as well is instead of them now taking your single offer and they have to price shop it around because they don't know whether it's reasonable or whether it's appropriately priced. Now they can say, well, I can price shop each option against each other and I can see a range of options. Maybe I go shop it to someone else, but their proposals aren't going to be the exact same. So um, at least I have a range of options to make sure I'm not getting screwed, to make sure I'm not getting ripped off if they don't know what, what things should cost. So you give them a few different options and uh, that helps them not need to price shop around so much to verify that they're not being ripped off. Otherwise they have to kind of do that. Their due diligence to make sure that, The quote they're getting is sort of reasonable in the realm of what they should be paying because not everyone can determine that if they're not super experienced buying what it is that you sell so i just wanted to leave that with you having multiple options this works the same way with productized services having multiple options really helps you to to create offers at different price points aligned with different levels of value. And really it's about understanding their goals so you can tie it back to the value, make a business case together, be a co buyer with them, help them buy on their side of the table, the right option for them based on their goals and objectives and the value. And uh, ultimately probably close a deal much higher than maybe the the client initially anticipated, but also deliver more valuable, which then makes more value, which then makes you more valuable and makes them more likely to refer you in the future. So I hope that helps. Have multiple price options when you can. It makes a big difference and you could probably earn 20 to 50 to 100% more if you do this. Bye for now.